Hey there, folks. Welcome to, of course, Griff Talks Football with your host, Griff, here. Um, so, uh, if you try to play an episode like this yesterday, or when it was aired um, Tuesday, April 7th, um, it was not streaming properly, uh, so I do apologize for that. Uh, but here I am at another attempt. I do think by the time this is uploaded that it will work this time. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's uh it's essentially still the uh, the same episode in terms of uh, today's content. Nothing has changed, other than of course reloading this episode. So I apologize for inconvenience. But I'm, I, this is one of my favorite episodes that I get to dive into, or at least work on, and be able to present this to you uh, for this season of uh, season two. And uh, today's episode is different ways to attack different coverages. Now, um, there, there are always nuances or details to each coverage, different types of variations. So for this episode, I'm just going to dive in into and simplify an overview as much as possible of each particular coverage, as well as presenting plays um, that uh, can beat these particular coverages. Um, now remember, when you're calling, if you're a coach calling these plays, or someone who's interested to figure out, okay, why do these plays work, and okay, if these plays work, what's the most effective way? Well, remember, the most effective way uh, is that the plays are timed, right? If you, if you call a play to beat this particular coverage, but yet uh, you don't throw it on time, then that play is no longer as useful, um, but again, uh, each play that's called is basically timed unless there are certain downs and situations that require you to hold on the ball longer. Um, but nevertheless, um, these, again, are plays that can beat these particular coverages. Um, I also posted on my Griff Talks Football Instagram account, posting a couple of pictures uh, of plays that beat these particular coverages, and I will also break down the play call here later in this episode. But first, I want to, of course, again, break down different ways to beat different coverages, but first, talk about the different types of man coverage. And so, uh, there's cover one, cover two man, bracket coverage, as well as blitz zero. Those are the types of different man coverages. And... Cover one is a middle-of-the-field closed coverage. Uh, it's one safety that's usually deep between 12 to 14 yards, playing the middle field between the left and the right hash. Uh, the strong safety can line up between one to five yards against the tight end. So sometimes cover one can try to disguise the cover three, but usually you would see defensive backs, even the strong safeties, uh, pretty tight to their man. So again, the strong safeties line up one yard um, outside shoulder of the tight end, while the defensive backs are also lined up pretty tight, but one yard uh, outside, line up one yard uh, out on the outside shoulder of the receiver. And the reason why is because they don't want to get beat outside. They're trying to force and jam the receivers and tight ends and jam him inside because they have help over the top and that safety is in the middle of the field, right? That safety's got to cover sideline to sideline. And if a corner gets beat on the outside and that quarterback throws it pretty quickly, it would be very difficult for a free safety 
or really any safety that has that responsibility of playing deep to close in on that receiver to get a big hit. Um, Because about that time, based on how quick that throw was and how quick the corner got beat off of the press, uh, that's most likely a big play that's going to happen. The backers, so when I say backers, I'm talking about the linebackers, of course, usually the Mike and the Willie or Mike and the Sam. Uh, uh, The Willie backer or Sam backer would usually cover the running back. The mic may blitz, spy, or bracket a particular player. So they felt like, hmm, this running back is, is very athletic. He's, or she is one of the most, uh, is by far their receiving threat, their most effective and efficient receiving threat. Then us two backers really got to bracket this coverage around this running back. Uh, but usually and the mic is going to, again, blitz, spy, or bracket. Uh, based on what quarterbacks can do nowadays or based on what their position may require, which is now mobility. Many will argue for that. Uh, that Mike's got to be pretty athletic to handle the quarterback as well. So, again, there's six underneath in terms of the coverage. So six, six guys pretty tight and then one guy over the top. So that's the middle of the field closed coverage, cover one. Cover two man is a middle of the field open coverage. So what that means is two safeties are deep. One plays usually on the left hash, while one plays usually on the right hash. Um, the rest of the defensive backs are tight to the wide receivers, but can line up between five to eight yards away from the wide receivers to make a disguise as though it's a cover two uh, zone, unless you send in a motion, uh, whether it's receiver or tight end, usually a wide receiver to dictate if it's man or zone. Um, if especially if this is covered to man, you'll most likely see uh, a DB following a wide receiver. The Mike or Willie will switch roles depending on who, who either covers the tight end and or running back. And so again, those are five guys underneath while two guys are over the top. Um, also in terms of the depth of where the safeties line up, much like cover one, the safeties are lining up between 12 to 14 yards deep. Uh, one's basically got 50% of the field, while the other's got the 50% of the field, but they're mostly trying to cover the sideline. They're not so much worried about the middle of the field. Again, that's a vulnerability there in which I'll discuss, uh, again, how to beat this coverage later in this episode. Stay tuned for that. Uh, bracket coverage, that can either be presented as a middle field open or middle field closed coverage. For example, the play is zone coverage. You may see a defensive back go man-to-man with your top wide receiver with a safety playing deep to the number one receiver side. So many times, especially in NFL, you can also say college, you won't often see in high school, especially middle school, uh, but you won't often see in high school. Uh, but again, much like the NFL and in college, you'll see a defensive back in the safety try to bracket coverage against his wide receiver. New England, for example, is in that plenty of times when they play against the Chiefs, they bracket coverage. Uh, Tyree Kill, who's by far the fastest receiver, if not the fastest receiver in the league, but especially the fastest receiver on the team. Um, you often see that. Now, if it's Man coverage, you may have seen one safety play deep while the other safety and a DB uh, both cover the same number one target. So it may as though present as a cover one look, but then you got two guys covering 
uh, one guy. So, for example, if it's cover one, you got that strong safety lineup to the tight end. If you feel like you, if you feel like that tight end is their more one target, you may want to put a DB uh, near the tight end and kind of bracket around them. Yes, there's also weaknesses on bracket coverage because you're taking two defensive backs and essentially trying to cover one player, which gives other opportunities for other players to get open and just worry about one guy instead of two guys. But then there's also ways to beat uh, bracket coverage with, you know, for example, double moves uh, with your top wide receiver. Um, Blitz zero, on the other hand, though, that's typically six defensive players that are close to the line of scrimmage. Safeties can blitz while backers can cover receivers and man coverage, which you don't often see that and you don't want to have that happen. Like if you want speed and you feel like the safety could get to the quarterback faster than the backer can in terms of the blitz, sure, that can be done, but you're also going to put yourself in a uh, not so favorable situation because the receiver if the receiver can get off the press of the backer, which that's usually happened, I mean, the receiver's not stronger than the linebacker, but if you can be quick at the line of scrimmage with your route and your feet, then you can basically escape coverage from the linebacker. Because remember, the linebacker is not a defensive back. A linebacker is a linebacker. They have responsibilities in the box. They're not responsible, usually, in terms of coverage on the outside or covering a receiver that often. Uh, but that's just one example. Another way of running blitz zero is safeties that line up in man-man with a receiver while the backers are blitzing, but you still put yourself in a susceptible role because if you don't get to that quarterback as fast as possible and one of the receivers breaks off the coverage of man-to-man or beats their man, then that can be a big play, whether it be a first down or a touchdown. And, and typically, if not most of the time, it's man coverage in terms of blitz zero. Um, but you will see zone blitz, but I'm not presenting zone blitz today because I don't have the exact details, nor do I quite understand the roles of zone blitz just yet. Um, and that won't be in this season for this season's episode, um, which a little bummer, but I'm still working on the details because uh, uh, I'm doing my best to understand all of football and Zone blitz is one of the most difficult concepts to understand defensively. And then if you're trying to view it from offensive standpoint, how to beat that. So that's it for man coverage. For the different types of zone coverage, there's cover two zone, cover three, Tampa two, which is similar to cover three, and uh, cover four. Now, cover two zone is a middle of the field open coverage. So much like cover two man, you got two safeties deep playing 12 to 14 yards. Again, one safety plays on the left hash, one safety plays on the right hash. The DBs are sitting between five to eight yards, attacking slash defending the quick game, and you got five guys underneath basically. So that's the whole point is to stop or at least slow down the quick game, whether it be slants, hitches, uh, screens, right? Um, but it is susceptible. There are ways to beat this coverage, um, which again, I'll point out later in this episode when I'm discussing uh, plays. Uh, Tampa 2, which is similar to cover 3, is a middle of the field close. Now you may be wondering, okay, why is it called Tampa 2 if it's similar to cover 3? Well, 
Tampa 2 is, is also similar to Cover 2 in terms of the placement of where the individuals and de- or especially defensive backs are lined up. So again, you got two DBs or two corners lined up between 5 to 8 yards, still attacking the flats, attacking the quick game. You got a free safety and a strong safety still lined up between 12 to 14 yards deep, playing the hashes. But then you got the Mike linebacker. The much uh, in cover two zone, that Mike linebacker sitting at five yards in covering uh, ground in the middle of the field, but close to the line of scrimmage. And in this case, the linebacker is not lined up usually at five yards. That linebacker, or I mean, of course, the linebacker will line up at five yards, of course. But once that ball is snapped, that linebacker is trailing. That linebacker. The Mike linebacker specifically is trailing to play the one-third of the field. Uh, so that's why it's called middle of the field closed. Um, you especially see this coverage, you know, in down and distance situations, especially third and long or in the uh, red area or the red zone is what people will call it as well. Um, again, playing as though they're the free safety playing the middle of the field. Um, so again, cover two zone is susceptible to post or seams, uh, hitting the middle of the field, especially seams on the outside. So if you want your safeties to take care of the seams on the outside or, you know, near the sideline and you want that mic backer to cover the post route, that is one way to do it. However, it is much like cover three, which I'll explain here in a bit. Its vulnerability is hitting the seam routes. And um, much like cover three or much like Tampa two, cover three is also a middle of the field closed coverage where you got two defensive backs, one free safety playing one third of the field deep and you got four guys underneath with a strong safety typically lined up five yards away from the tight end side. Uh, and it's meant to stop routes that go deep on the sideline. So if there's a comeback, an out route, maybe an outside release go. That's meant to, for especially for the corners, to sit on that and defend it. Um, you know, if you're trying to call a post route in this coverage, it'd be very difficult to do because you need to find a way to uh, occupy that free safety to where you still get one guy who will be running a deep route open. Um, so you got to manipulate that free safety. And it's also a run stuff coverage. What I mean by that is you're still trying to stack guys in the box, especially if it's a run-heavy team. Um, but again, if you're going against a pass-heavy team um, that runs a lot of scenes, verticals, uh, you don't want to call a cover three against that. And then so you really have an excellent free safety. Um, but even then, I still wouldn't call cover three. I want to make sure I have enough guys that can – uh, make sure that verticals or seam routes um, are not going to be able to beat me in certain situations if I was a defensive coordinator. And speaking of certain coverages that cover verticals or cover deep, uh, cover four is middle of the field open coverage. So you got two DBs, two safeties line up exactly or at least around 10 yards parallel to each other meant to cover deep routes like seams. And you got three guys underneath, and cover four is vulnerable to quick routes or underneath routes because you, you, you don't have enough guys underneath that are near the line of scrimmage. So that's it for zone coverage. 
in terms of what I'm covering today. There's, again, many different types of coverages, uh, but it would be even a more longer episode. I just want to get to the main zone and man coverages that are used uh, throughout collegiate, especially uh, professional or NFL football. Um, but now it's time to discuss ways to beat different uh, types of, of, of man coverage. So again, going back to cover one, that's middle of the field closed coverage. So a way to beat this coverage, and just a reminder, it's one safety deep playing between 12 to 14 yards, while the strong safeties line up either one to five yards, one yard outside shoulder of the tight end, um, playing man-to-man coverage. The DBs are pretty tight, one yard outside shoulder of the receivers. They're playing, again, pretty close um, uh, to the receiver. And one way is to beat cover one is crossing routes to create rubs or space for patch catchers to get open. Uh, the mesh play is another good example of beating cover one. Now, if you're talking about the standard mesh play, usually you'll see a trips formation. So you got three guys on one side. You got one guy on the other side, pretty close to the tackle. Um, and you got a running back usually lined up. If it's like, you know, left, for example, as a reference to tight end where to line up, uh, you may usually see the running back lining in shotgun on the right side of the quarterback, of the right hip of the quarterback. And so you usually see like a wheel route from the running back, uh, two drags usually from the X receiver and the A back, while you see a dig route run by the tight end and an out route run by the Z. Um, but in this scenario, your best way to beat this coverage is the drags themselves. And you got one guy that's basically setting up the rub. That way the other guy who's running the underneath drag, let's say the A-back's running that. That way the A-back can get space and you can hit the A-back in, in, uh, in open space. Or if you feel like your running back can beat the Mike or the Willie in coverage, the one that's covering the running back, um, that can also work. Um, that's one way to beat cover one. Um, also, double move routes can work, especially, but you got to occupy that free safety, though. You can't just, you know, one run double move and then look at that double move because the free safety will close in on that. You got to occupy the free safety as a quarterback using your eyes to then hit the, the timing of the double move that would beat the particular man coverage. Um, but the play I'll be discussing here is that the 49ers ran against uh, ran this play against the Rams in Week 16 in the 2019 season. Uh, I think they ran that in the second quarter. It was like third and seven, I believe, um, and this ended up being like a 15-yard gain at George Kittle, which was thrown from Jimmy Garoppolo. And so the play call, I would say, um, if I'm calling this play, is uh, gun, red, right, split, Z-slot, dink, special, two, jet, exit, Y cross, Cincy. And so I got a trips formation uh, with the A back, Z, and Y. Dink is, the, is a short motion for the Y or for the tight end to get uh, close to the right tackle past the A back. Special is in reference to the running back where he's going to line up. He's going right, to line up to the left tip of the quarterback in the shotgun formation. You got the X receiver on the left lining up four yards away, split-wise from the left tackle. The X is going to be running a four-yard four sit route, while the running back is going to be running the flat. You got an eight-yard, which is 
between three to four yards in terms of the uh, space or the route that's being required to run by the running back. You got the eight-yard crossing route by the Y. You got a 10-yard out route by the A back and then a 10-yard post route by the Z. And so one of the reasons why this play gets open because in cover one, you've got, and this is a odd front that the uh, Rams used. So uh, they got five guys at the line of scrimmage in terms of pass rushers. Um, and then the mic is in man coverage with the running back. And so the mic is following the running back. So there's already space in the middle of the field in terms of, of distance. Because remember, middle field is closed deep. So remember, that free safety is 14 yards deep. So you got an eight-yard crossing route that you can hit. The tight end is going to be tacking the inside shoulder of the strong safety for a couple steps or at least a couple yards to make that cut on the crosser to get eight yards in depth. And you, as a quarterback, that would be open. Or if you see the free safety attack in the crossing route, you get the post route uh, running by the Z that you can throw. So again, this is a middle field close coverage, but if that free safety doesn't play deep and attacks the crossing route, the post route can be open. And uh, don't worry, again, I got this picture on Griff Talks Football. Uh, I think this is the fourth picture that I showed um, on my Instagram. Again, Griff Talks Football. So that's one way to beat that coverage uh, in cover one. The next one is cover two man middle field open coverage. So fades or back shoulder fades to the outside to the pass catchers can work. Rud routes could work, such as a slant and a fade or crossers. So if you got one guy, basically a slot receiver running the fade, you get the guy underneath or on the outside or near the slot receiver running the slant to create space that could work in the quick game. Um, you can also get the running back out in space. Uh, if you feel like your running back's the best athlete and you want to get the running back the ball in a passing down situation, that would that would be one option. Um, out routes or whip routes from the slot position with a outside release go from the uh, receiver that's near the sideline uh, could work um, just to not only occupy the free safety, but to at least create space on the outside for that whip route by the slot receiver to work. Uh, double moves from the slot or tight end position uh, that can attack the middle field, such as a stick and nod play which is what I'm going to be discussing here. So my play call against cover two man, an example will be gun, less spread Texas split, X slot, empty, three jets special close. Why not Flacco halfback choice? So what I got here is that the tight end is going to be on the left, offline scrimmage, three to uh, th four yards away from the left tackle. You have the A-backs about four yards away. Uh, from the tight end on the line of scrimmage, you get the Z that's four yards away from the A back running the eight yard out route. That's the Flacco concept. So Flacco, the Z is going to be running the eight yard out route. The A back is going to be running the flag. Um, and the X is also going to be running the 10 yard flags with the A back and the X running 10 yard flags. Uh, why not is where the tight end is going to be taking the five yard out route. Then once he makes that out route, take three steps and cut up the field. Um, so a pump fake could work there. Or just looking off the mic. Or again, you're reading deep vertical to horizontal. So you're basically, as a quarterback, reading the safeties. 
Um, but you have every confidence that you feel like your tight end is the best athlete that could beat the Mike linebacker in coverage. That's one way to do it. And then hit the middle of the field that will be open because the safeties are occupied with the flag routes. Um, but then halfback choice is going to be also an out uh, a eight yard out route. Uh, but if that Willie linebacker is playing um, on the outside shoulder of the running back or where the running back can't really attack the inside shoulder of the Willie, uh, then by all means, the running back can cut inside, run an eight-yard inside route instead. And that route uh, would be open because now there's space for the middle of the field that the running back can now have in, once catching the ball, can now uh, get yak or yards after the catch. Um, so that's one way to beat this coverage. Now, bracket coverage will have its own episode later this season. It, bracket coverage is very complex in terms of not only identifying what coverage the team would be in, but who would be doubling who. And so I'll be discussing some, play, some plays uh, that will beat bracket coverage, so don't worry about that. Uh, blitz zero, again, that's middle of the field open or closed, but usually the middle of the field's open. Um Quick routes are a must. You do not have time as a quarterback um, to take the snap out of shotgun and three-step drop and look, 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 and then try to throw it because you will be sacked at that moment in time. You may have six guys in pass protection, but then there's six guys blitzing. Um, or there can be seven guys blitzing, and so you do not have enough guys to pick up pass protection-wise, so you still got to throw it quickly as much as possible. Um, so rud routes with slant and go will work. Um, out routes that will, or quick routes, sorry, quick routes that will attack the middle field will work, such as a slant again, or um, a drag would work. Or a uh, quick in route would work. Um, crossers won't necessarily work because they're, they're not necessarily quick routes unless you change the distance uh, for the timing of the play on the crossing routes. Instead of running an eight yard cross, you could run, you know, a three yard cross, just trying to get the ball out quick as fast as possible. Uh, but my play call against a blitz zero, um, which in this situation, it would be a odd front. Also, just I just want to give out more details. Cover one, that cover one beater I mentioned before is an odd front, but that cover two man uh, that you'll see on that picture, Griff Talks Football, it will say even front. But in this situation, this is a blitz zero odd front. So my play call will be <clears throat> gun, right out split, Z wing empty, two jet quick, A line stick, Z Houston. So what you'll see here on that paper, if you go to Griff Talks Football on the Instagram page, uh, the line concept, it's uh, a line. So the A-back's going to be running a one-step arrow route, while the X receiver's going to be running a three-step slant route. Uh, the Y, it's man-to-man -man coverage. So the Y wouldn't necessarily sit, but rather just run the out route. So it's a five-yard out route, while outside release go by the running back. Well, the Z is going to be taking two steps as though the Z is going to be running the flat, but then cut back inside, running like a Texas route or angle, angular route or angle route, and there will be space in the middle of the field to be open. Um, now, the reason why I didn't call it a Texas route, because I already got Texas in my playbook as a formation, but people will often associate this with a Texas route or a short post route, um, but I just so happen to call it Houston.
Um, so that's one way to beat this coverage is by having the Z receiver pushing hard, not only faking the flat route, but pushing hard on the inside shoulder of the uh, corner that will be covering the receiver. Um, but then just once, once that push has been made, to make a quick cut back inside. Um, but as a quarterback, you feel like the X receiver could beat the corner uh, on that slant route. By all means, that would work. Um, if you feel like the halfback could beat the free safety, that would work too. Uh, you just, you gotta, in this particular situation, especially throwing quick against a blitz zero, you basically got to get the ball to your best player. And again, the design of this play, I would say, would work for the Z receiver. Um, but it's got to be very quick because the route's got to be very quick because you don't have enough time, again, to just sit in the pocket and just chill or feel like you have enough time to at least scan the field to find a receiver open. You got you to gotta get rid of the ball quick. So that's why, hence, uh, in terms of the pass protection, I said two jack quick because, remember, you got to just take the ball and then throw it. Um, that's one way I would be or play or make this call against blitz zero. Now, different ways to attack zone coverages. So, cover two in zone. That's a middle of the field open coverage. So, pass catchers on the outside with go routes can work. Again, much like the stick and nod concept against man-to-man coverage, the stick and nod can also work. Um, certain choice routes can also work. But posts from a tight end or slot position would be most effective. So my play call against a cover two zone even front uh, would be gun, right hip Texas split, empty special, close, two jet X, decaf switch verticals. So the formation, gun right hip, Texas split, the Y is off the line of scrimmage, four yards away from the right tackle, the Apex one yard on the line of scrimmage next to the tight end, the Z receiver is about six yards away from the A-back, um, Close is in reference to the split between the X and halfback. The X would be uh, four yards away from the left tackle, while the halfback would be one yard uh, lined up in the uh, uh, left hip of the X receiver off the line of scrimmage. That's what the special comes in. Just letting uh, the running back know that you'll be opposite away from the tight end side. Uh, two jets is the protection. X decaf is the Route concepts, X receiver is going to be running the uh, drag route. He's usually, because it's zone, he'll get uh, near where the center would be lined up in terms of running this route than sitting. Um, but if it's man-to-man, which it wouldn't be in this situation, but if it was, the X receiver would just, be, would just continue to run the drag route, trying to get away from uh, the person that would be covering him in man coverage. While for decaf, the F, that running back will be running the 10-yard flag route, trying to handle both the corner and the free safety. Uh, the A back is going to be running. So switch verticals means that the A back is going to be running the vertical, attacking the inside, attacking the middle of the field that would be open, while the Y is going to be, or the tight end is going to be running the vertical, running behind. Uh, when the ball is snapped, running behind the A-back, trying to get space on the right hash, uh, trying to either occupy the strong safety or if the strong safety attacks the uh, A-back, that vertical would be open. The Z receiver is going to be running an outside release go, hence the uh, uh, vertical concept. 
So that's one way to run this. Also, I got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, quick shout out to the head coach of the Saints, Sean Payton. I felt inspired to do this play because he's, he he posted it on Twitter. He posted on Twitter. Uh, sorry, my phone was a little bit away from me. Uh, I just moved it around because I was reading this off of paper. Um, but Sean Payton, um, he uh, posted on his Twitter, and he called it Gun Empty Right Quizno 52 All Goals Special at Shallow Cross. And he said this is a cover two beater. Now, he didn't specify, specify if it was cover two man or cover two zone, uh, but... Uh, it is one way to run effectively against cover two zone is what I, again what I find uh, effective. Now, um, a way to a way to beat Tampa two, which is middle of the field close coverage, you got to hit seams and verticals. Seams and verticals are a must. Certain choice routes could work. Uh, but the way I would do it is a uh, gun, let's split, trio, three jet, Y flacco, A drag, verticals. So, a way I would do this, tight end is split. Tight end is going to be on the line of scrimmage on the left side, uh, lined up four yards away from the left tackle. So, Flacco is usually again associated with that flag and out route. But in this situation, since the running back is lined up uh, on the left tip of the quarterback, he'll be running the flat route. While again, the Y is going to be running that 10 yard flag route. A drag uh, is going to be, of course, the four yard drag route run by the A back or that slot receiver. But he'll be sitting in the middle of the field by the time he gets to the distance of where the center is lined up or where the center would have been lined up pre-snap um, and just sitting there. While the X receiver is going to be running that seam, while the Z receiver is also running that seam or that vertical. Um, but the key here is the read, and you'll essentially be reading the Mike linebacker. Um, you can also feel like pre-snap, if you feel like the corner in the strong safety will be tacking the flag route, you can definitely hit the flat route by the running back. But if you feel like you have a better matchup with the mic, you will essentially be reading the mic and the free safety. If that free safety attacks Z on that vertical, because remember the corners are playing basically the quick game or the flats, you can try to hit the seam or the vertical run by the Z. However, if that free safety covers the Z, you can look at the mic. Now, that mic's playing pretty deep, so the key here is you got to throw it to the X uh, on, the, on his outside shoulders, on the right shoulder of the X, over the top. You can't throw it exactly in the middle of the field or over the top in the middle of the field because the mic will be right there about to pick it off. So you, again, your key here um, is to be able to throw it on the outside shoulder of the X to where it's either incompletion or a big game on the play, big gain on the play, whether it be like a first down or a touchdown. Um, so again, that mic is also an athlete too. So you got to keep aware or at least keep in mind of how that mic is going to play it 
And if all else fails, you can still hit the drag route run by the A-back. Yeah, it will be a short gain here, but if it's like a third and three situation and they call Tampa two, then you know what? You'll still get a first down on that play. But that's one way to beat Tampa two, the middle of the field closed, middle of the field closed uh, coverage. Now, cover three is also middle of the field closed. Much like Tampa two, the way to beat that is teams and verticals. They're a must, as well as certain choice routes. So how I'll beat a... Um, in that Tampa 2 also, that Tampa 2 was an even front, but the way I would beat a cover 3 odd front is gun, red right, tricks, empty, 2 jet, quick, hoss, a juke. So, um, Twix, or I'm sorry, tricks is in reference to the Z and the X receiver. They'll line up on the left side. Z's on the line of scrimmage while the X is off. The X is uh, four yards away from the left tackle. The Z is about five yards away from the X. Uh, the Z is going to be running the five-yard hitch. The X is going to be running the seam. Uh, the Y is going to be running the seam, um, who will be lined up uh, three yards away from the A-back. The halfback is going to be running the hitch. He'll be lined up five yards away from the tight end. Well, here's the key here is that A-back, since it's zone, we know the mic is going to be playing the three. The mic is going to be lined up five yards away from the slot receiver. So that's where the juke comes in. The A-back can run a five-yard in route if that, line, if that mic is playing outside shoulder or anticipating the out route, that could work. If that mic's playing a little bit inside, you can run the out route or if the mic's just sitting and just plays back, you can still just basically run a hitch. Uh, but in routes or out routes on this juke route, uh, depending on what the mic does, would be pretty effective. Uh, but if you're trying to hit deep here, because again, it's five-man rush, you don't necessarily have like all the time in the world. Yes, it's one-on-one -on -one blocking, and you expect excellent pass protections by the offensive line, but you need also help out your offensive line here in terms of the amount of time you're going to hold on to the ball and throw it as a quarterback. So if you feel like you get the seam route, the key is the X. The X is much faster than a willing linebacker, or at least, has, or at least uh, can beat... Uh, the coverage that the Willie linebacker would be using just because the Willie linebacker is not necessarily always lined up by the X receiver. And especially that X receiver is faster, it can outrun the Willie linebacker. That's a mismatch. And so the free safety may cheat there. And you can hit the seam route run by the Y and throw it uh, towards the uh, inside shoulder of the Y because the strong safety is going to be lined up five yards, one, uh, one yard out onto the outside shoulder of the tight end. So there's ways to beat cover three odd front. Um, so that's one way to uh, beat, again, a middle field close coverage uh, cover three. And last but definitely not least, uh, cover four. Cover four is a middle of the field open coverage. So underneath routes can definitely work because you only got three guys sitting underneath. Double moves such as a corner post route or post corner route can work. Uh, dagger concept is a good call against this coverage where you can have a go route from the slot receiver and a 15-yard inside route by the X or maybe by the Z depending on what formation you call it. But for me, uh, the play I would call is gun right out Texas. 2-Jet X-Bullet Dagger Y-Flood. 
So on a flood concept, the Y is going to be running a 10-yard out route. This is a cover four even front, by the way. A 10-yard out route. The halfback is going to be running a four-yard flat route. The Z is going to be running a uh, go route. Um, the A-back is going to be running that dagger. So that inside route is going to be 10 yards. While the X receiver is going to be running the bullet route. So it's going to be a 10-yard flag. Then take three steps, cut back into the post route. Some people, again, refer to this as a corner post route, but you can also refer to this if you want a flag post route. And it's a double move route, nevertheless. So remember, in cover four, you got four guys parallel to each other lined up between uh, 8 to 10 yards, most of the time 10 yards away from the line of scrimmage. And they're basically trying to cover, you know, four verticals of that to play. However... Once a, once as an offensive player, you get to a certain depth in terms of where you meet the defensive back that would be covering you, they're now essentially playing man-to-man coverage at that point in time. Um, so a way to do this is occupy the safeties. Well, the A-back that's running the uh, 10-yard dagger route or inside, if once the A-back gets enough yards in depth when of when we want the A-back to then make that cut on the inside, that free safety is now worried about that A-back. Or at least now is a little bit distracted by that A-back. And so once the time of the play works, where it's now a corner route that or a flag route run by the X, pushing hard on the inside, sh- on the, uh, inside shoulder of the corner, and once that X receiver makes that cut and makes it into a post route, uh, that should be open. If that free safety is covering that post route, you can try to hit the insider out. Or if you're still trying to hit deep, uh, you can still hit that Z receiver because that strong safety is going to be occupied um, by the out route. So that's one way to beat cover four. But that's it in terms of today's episode of Grip Talks Ball. Different ways to da- to, uh, to attack different coverages. Um, so thank y'all so much again for taking the time to, uh, listen to this episode. I will come out with a, uh, preview of new content, uh, for this Friday. Um, so looking forward, I won't exactly spoil, but looking forward to releasing that little bit of a preview of what I want to talk about this year once season two is over, which now since this episode is aired, uh, there's going to be six episodes left, so we're almost done with uh, Season 2. Uh, so by the time Season 2 is over, it'll be, it'll be May. And then that's when I'll do an, a little bit of a new series uh, and then take a break in the, in the middle of the summer. So looking forward to doing content there uh, on this podcast. I'm still going to be figuring out how to do videos on my YouTube channel. Um, so still working not only on the pass protections against six different fronts, but also still work, still wanting to work on pass concepts and how to, how to, you know, beat certain coverages with certain play calls. And so I, um, I just discussed these plays in this episode, but eventually I will do a video over these concepts as well. So I'll catch y'all later. Thank you again so much for listening. And remember to either love or hate my opinions.